Hey everyone, I know that we've been MIA for a while, but we figured what better way to end our silence than with an urgent missing persons case that needs your attention right now. Our goal is to get Ashley Spang back home safely, back to her family, and back to her son. We're going to talk about the day Ashley mysteriously disappeared, what we know, and what you can do to help us find her. This is is tequila and crime. guys you know the drill this is ricky and angela but we're gonna skip the pleasantries of tequila and jump right into our case just know that we're drinking (laughs) uh we want to share all the information that we can as this case hits very close to home for us if you're currently living in the sacramento area and are active on facebook i'm sure you've heard the name ashley spang recently Her family is spreading the word far and wide that Ashley has been missing since June 17th of 2020. Almost two months have gone by since anyone has heard from her. So we're just going to start with what we know about the day that Ashley was last seen. For reasons we don't yet know, 24-year-old Ashley Spang was on a trip from Sacramento, California to Reno, Nevada. According to her mother, Tammy Spang, She can think of no reason that Ashley would have been headed that way. She has no friends there, and she isn't particularly familiar with the area either. I guess a disagreement of some sort happened between her and the driver of the vehicle. Again, we have no way of knowing what was said or why Ashley decided to leave the vehicle, but she did. Uh, She refused to get back into the car, and her unnamed heavy air quotes here her unnamed friend left her there alone in the sparks marina parking lot in nevada it was at this point that she reached out to her mother for help asking for some cash sorry cash tequila gets me man (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she was asking for some cash so that she could find a ride home tammy obliged and said And my God, (laughs) I believe in you. Thank you. Uh, This was the last that she heard from Ashley. And at that point, she hadn't found a ride home yet. Yeah. um, I'm big air quotes on that friend thing, because I feel like that's one of the top five rules of being a friend. Like, you don't leave them in a parking lot in a different state. No man gets left behind. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. (laughs) Um, So what I want to know is there have been missing persons flyers throughout the area where she was last seen. I don't know why no one has come forward yet to say, yeah, I recognize that girl. I let her borrow my phone that night. Yeah, that's that's super weird because obviously... 
because I know um, because she didn't have her cell phone, right? No, apparently her cell phone was stolen like maybe a week or two before she disappeared. Okay. Which is weird. Like, I don't know if that was a preemptive move. I seems unlikely. I don't know, but she didn't have her cell phone that night. Um, okay. And I guess that the flyers in that area have been mysteriously removed. Oh, okay. So someone or multiple people are just going around and taking down her flyers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Tight. Cool. Why would that happen? Why would that happen? Hmm. I don't understand. <laughs> We'll get yeah. to that. I, we'll get, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> ooh. Um, I, I really don't know what the Sparks Marina is like, though. I've never been there. Um, I don't know how heavily populated the area usually is, but. Okay, so it, it could have been, like, empty when she was left there, or it could there could have been people. We it, don't really know. It could have been. So it was later in the evening that she was there, but. I mean, I, I don't know. I've never been there. I'm sure the next time I drive through the area, I'm going to check it out. But yeah, I don't, if someone was there to let her use their cell phone, why yeah, did no I one mean, speak up? I don't Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, sometime. Okay. Sometime after Ashley disappeared, Tammy got a message from a girl named Sloane Corinne. I don't believe that that's her real name, but that's that's the only way that I've heard her addressed. And this Sloane girl was stating that she was with Ashley and her landlord that night, that they were the ones she was going to Reno with. Huh. I've never um, taken a trip. With my landlord? That's what I'm saying. Who the fuck hangs out with their landlord? I don't know. I mean, I do, but I'm dating mine. (laughs) Yeah, that's a little different. (laughs) We hang out quite often. (laughs) (laughs) So, according to Sloan, some sort of disagreement came to a head and Ashley got out of the car and refused to get back in. This is the point where I started getting really angry with this case. Like, what respectable human being drives someone to another state? Because remember, Ashley's from Sacramento. And then just leaves them there. They knew she didn't have a cell phone. It was nearing dark. And it seems like they just couldn't care less. I I would never... (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah, but that thought would never cross my mind to just be like, oh, I'm annoyed at you, and so I'm just going to leave you in a different state's parking lot. It's fine. Exactly. If you know someone well enough to drive them all the way to Reno, you know them well enough to care not to leave them stranded somewhere. Whatever Mm -hmm. the disagreement was, like, all right, fine, I really pissed you off. You don't want to get in the vehicle with me. I'm going to wait here until someone comes to get you. Yeah, that's, I feel like, what any real fucking human being would do. (laughs) 
but that's just me. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> who knows? It doesn't seem like there was a lot of, um, I don't know, thoughtfulness happening Mm-mm. here. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, so for the sake of the timeline, I'll reiterate because I know that we process this pretty quickly. Um, so first, the altercation occurs in the vehicle. Ashley decides to exit the vehicle. Uh, she proceeds to borrow someone's phone to call her mother, Tammy, and then continues on to video chat with her son. That right there is really all we know about that night. Okay, so on for the cell phone, was she just, like, calling them or using FaceTime or, like... Could we get a, a ping off of that cell phone, even though, like, obviously it's not hers? So I I remember someone asking a similar question. She didn't have her cell phone. They don't know whose cell phone she borrowed, so they have no way to track it. As far as I know, she called her mother, just like a regular voice voice call, whatever, Oh, wait, didn't she use Facebook Messenger? Yes. To make the call? Okay, yeah. That totally throws it off because you're not like, like, there's no callback number Mm -hmm. that way. And I don't feel like I would be comfortable using a stranger's phone to log into my Facebook. So yeah, at that point, I feel like it's someone that she's comfortable with, right? Is that just I me? mean, I I would guess so. I mean, because I feel like if you're calling your mom, you probably know your mom's cell phone number. Like, mm-hmm. if I was trying to contact someone that I was like, oh, shoot, I don't remember their phone number. But like, I know I can call them through Facebook Messenger. That's but, a like, good point. But I feel like she probably would remember her mom's cell phone number. I don't know. So I want to say that she just like dialed her mom's number and talked to her that way. I don't, I don't think that her mom video chatted with her, but I know that, I know that her son did. Um, okay. So I want to say sometime around, it was around eight 30 that night on June 17th, Ashley had borrowed someone's phone, logged into her Facebook messenger and sent a video chat to her son. She was, she was pretty regular in contacting her son. She had a good relationship. She wasn't just going to leave him. So she called him that night. Um, they talked for a bit. I don't know how long, but that, that is the last contact that we know of that she had with anybody was, was that video chat. Okay. Um, so after that, um, those are really all the hard facts that we know about June 17th, the night that Ashley went missing 8.30 PM sometime around there is the last anyone's heard from her. Now, somewhere along the line, it appears that Sloan has changed her story. I did a little bit of digging around the missing people in Reno, Sparks, and surrounding areas Facebook group, 
And now the Sloan character is saying that she actually wasn't with Ashley at all that night. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know what would prompt you to completely change your story, but Sloan, I suggest that you find one and you stick to it. Not only that, but Sloan contacted Tammy Spang again on July 5th, telling her that she had seen Ashley in the Sacramento area and that she had cut her hair short, possibly shaved on one side. Like, I I just keep getting more upset. <laughs> like, Sloan, what the fuck, girl? <laughs> you see yeah. your quote-unquote friend after she's been missing for two and a half weeks because you left her stranded in another state and you don't go to check on her. Like, I'm just, I'm done with you. Very disappointed in you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it seems like, I don't know, like, why, why change your story from, yeah, I was with her to, no, I wasn't with her at all. Like, I feel like usually when people change their stories, it goes the opposite way, where they start off like, no, no, I haven't seen them at all, I wasn't with them, and then it gradually becomes... Like, oh, yeah, I saw her around that week. Oh, I saw her that day. Oh, yeah, I was with her that night. Like, usually that's how exactly. that progresses. So, I don't know. It It's it's confusing. She's, <laughs> she's going all ass backwards. Like I said, I'm done. Done with you, Sloan. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's also, like, impeding the investigation. Like, if she has something truthful to say, yes. go go and talk to the authorities. Like, because it sounds like she's only talked to Tammy, which is, you know, I mean, obviously, Tammy's doing a lot of the legwork here. Mm-hmm. But, As... like, if you have something, like, go. Yeah. Say something. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned... Tammy seems to be the only one doing the legwork. Like, police department isn't really taking it seriously because she's an adult and she's not considered, like, quote-unquote endangered, which I don't understand. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, that's confusing to me because I will tell you, like, I feel like I hear helicopters around, like the neighboring area where I live, like police helicopters searching for a certain person and they give you a description. And it's always like someone who's like 90 years old who has somehow escaped their retirement home. Like, yes, if you can have a helicopter for that, like, can't you at least put in a tiny bit of work for a missing mother? Oh, seriously. I don't understand. We get helicopters in our neighborhood probably every other day. And you can hear the loudspeaker like, there's a naked man looking through your windows. But (laughs) (laughs) it's happened. (laughs) (laughs) My neighborhood is quiet, but it is interesting. Sounds fun. (laughs) I keep my blinds closed. That's, yeah, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> okay, so we've talked a little bit about Sloan. 
what her story has been. It's fucking frustrating. <laughs> um, there are a few more people to mention. Uh, we just aren't really sure where they fit or if they fit at all, really, in Ashley's timeline for June 17th. Um, first, there's Ashley's dad, James. We've heard that he may not run in the best crowd, and perhaps Ashley got caught up in something that she hadn't intended to. Uh, I really don't know that story, though. That's all speculation, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I believe her father stated that the week prior to her disappearance, he hadn't seen Ashley around the house, which is interesting to me because someone thought to file a missing persons report for her at this time, some sometime in early June, right before she actually disappeared. Um, it was later retracted once she turned up again, but no one is really certain who filed it. That's, like, very suspicious it's really eerie to me and it's super eerie uh i really don't know what to make of that but that it's it's just too too strange too coincidental something seems off yeah Yeah, something i don't know the fact that like this missing persons report is made like very close to when she actually goes missing. I mean, it could be a coincidence, but uh, I I don't know. Yeah. Something seems weird. A little fishy. Uh, another person worth mentioning is a possible gorilla pimp named Heine? Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> I, when I first heard this, thought that the name was like Jaime, like J A I M E. But okay, I saw it somewhere spelled out H Y M I E. Literally interesting. Jaime. I've never seen Jaime spelled that way before. No, and I'm hoping that I wasn't just drunk when I did my research, but. That's, that's what I have written, so... We'll go with it. Okay, okay. Um, now, I am an old lady. Now, <laughs> I have to Google what the fuck a gorilla pimp is. And in short, it's someone who pimps in an aggressive fashion. So basically some jackass who uses brute force to get what he wants out of people. Mm. Um, I, um, I guess that Ashley was seen with this guy sometime before she disappeared. No one really knows who he is, but Ashley's dad described him as a black man with dreadlocked hair. That's all the information that we have so far. We don't know <laughs> if, yeah, we don't know if he's the landlord she was with or not he's just a real giant mystery at this point i don't think anyone has had anything to say about him so yeah i mean who knows if like the guy who is a 
this this gorilla pimp with Jaime. Who knows if that's the guy that Ashley's dad is talking about? Like, who knows? And honestly, saying that it's a black man with dreadlocked hair, like, way to narrow it down in the Sacramento area? Like... This is true. Like, I, I don't, like, that's like, I don't know, going to Orange County and saying, yeah, the girl who hit me was white with blonde hair. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. When I read that description, I could easily picture, like, 20 different guys in my mind. It's nothing, nothing that stands out. Yeah. Um, so, really, it was mentioned. I don't know what kind of significance it has, but, again, we're just trying to get all the information that we can out there. So, maybe it's worth mentioning. Um, the final person that we're going to mention is Ashley's boyfriend, Reese. Uh as far as I know, he hasn't spoken up yet about Ashley's disappearance. And I am not going to make any judgments about how he's choosing to cope with Ashley's disappearance. And I really don't know what their relationship looks like. If they're happily together, if they're estranged, I really don't know. I just feel like he may be able to offer a different perspective, like who she could have been with that night. Like, literally anything i i feel like if i went missing like sean would be the first person that someone would go to like who does she talk to throughout the day who like i don't know yeah just like something anything literally anything but as far as i know he hasn't he hasn't spoken up at all but again there's no real police work going into this. There's mm -hmm. no investigation being done, so as far as I know, there hasn't been. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, that's really all the information that we have. I know it's not much, but we wanted to spread the word and let people know to be on the lookout for Ashley Spang. We're not giving up until we get her back home. I want to say that her brother organized a fundraiser on Facebook that's still active. I can, I can find the information for that if anyone's interested. Um, if you want to donate uh, to help her family find her. Wherever Ashley is, we know that she's being held against her will. Her family's worried that she's a victim of sex trafficking, which we know is incredibly prevalent in the area where she was last seen. Uh, you can find photos of Ashley and also the flyers that are being posted around Northern California and Nevada on our Instagram page at Tequila and Crime, as well as on our website, which we currently have linked on our Instagram page also. Uh, we urge you, if you have any information at all, no matter how insignificant you may feel that it is, please notify someone. Tammy Spang has her phone number listed on all of the flyers, and you can also call Sacramento PD or Reno PD with any information. Uh, Ashley is someone's daughter, 
sister, niece, friend, mother. She's a human being, and we need to bring her home. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like people are much more observant than they give themselves credit for. I mean, we all know one time when we're walking or driving somewhere and we see something and we're like, huh, that seems weird. But it's, you know, you you try to shake it off, you know, oh, well, you know, there's no crime happening, so I'll just keep going. Like, if that, if there you, you saw something somewhere between... Sacramento and Sparks and you have seen someone who looks like Ashley in either or between those areas and it's stuck with you just put it out there it's worth mentioning like the worst that's going to happen is someone's going to look into it and be like sorry not the right person it's yeah it's worth a shot if you can bring someone back home she has a son that's missing her it's uh just yeah and it's you know this isn't you know this isn't a runaway situation this isn't she got tired of her life you know this is a person who was who loved her son, was keeping constant contact with her son, kept in consistent contact with her mother, and she's gone. You know, as as much as you can, you know, repost that flyer, you know, try to think if you recognize her, you know, just spread the word. We're trying to put it out there. She is also on um, the list of uh, missing and murdered indigenous women in America. Um, she is enrolled in the, one of the Cheyenne tribes. So, you know, Um, someone has had to have seen her. If you're looking on that network, she's also listed on there, even though she's, she's listed as Caucasian on the flyers. Um, she is, she is enrolled in Northern Cheyenne tribe. So she, she is an indigenous woman. Um, I believe that her family had her listed as Caucasian just because it's, I don't, it's a complete different jurisdiction, I guess, for indigenous women. I don't know how that works. Um, yeah. But if you, if you want to look more into that, they, I know it's like, they have a, a hashtag on Instagram that that I looked at, it's like MMIW or MMIP. They do a lot of work with indigenous people, uh, missing and all that stuff. They're, they're a great organization. Yeah. So just, you know, keep your eyes peeled, keep your eyes open, you know, shine a light on this case and, whatever other people you might know or hear of that are missing. And this is, this is a case that, you know, this is part of why we started this podcast to shine a light on missing persons in our area, cold cases in our area that haven't 
had any media attention. This is nowhere in the media. Nowhere. So, well, hopefully, you know, even our our tiny little podcast will help in some way, at least getting the word out. Anyone, everyone who's listening, you know, keep keep Ashley and her family in your thoughts, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously, no matter where you are, too, because if she has become a victim of trafficking, no one knows where she could have ended up. So exactly. wherever you are, please take a look at the Instagram, share the flyer, save the picture, look at it often. Just make sure that you're keeping your eyes open. You're being aware of everything that's going on. This could honestly happen to anybody and it shouldn't. Absolutely. All right, guys, I think that's all we've got. Uh, again, take a look at the Instagram, look at her picture. We'll, we'll post a couple more pictures. There's a, uh, a rendering of what she would possibly look like with, with her head shaved, because that is again, what we heard fucking Sloan say, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) I'm frustrated. (laughs) We will post those pictures Tammy's phone number is on the flyers. Take a look. Uh, Yeah, just help us out, guys. We're trying to bring a girl home. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We will talk at you next time. (laughs) Yep, we'll talk at you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.